We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Heat win! Heat win! It's Heat and five, you cowards! What a night! We weren't supposed to do this show. We actually had the night off. We talked about it. I, I mentioned it last pod that today was an off day for us. On a back-to-back on the weekend, outside a wedding, you know, we're all, you know, this fucking game deserved a hangover time. So we, we're putting together something for you guys. We are wired. We are hyped. Fuck that guy from Utah. I am Giancarlo Navas. This is the Hangover Time post-game show. Bring me out, G. Me and Vaughn today. What's up, Siobhan? What's up, G? What's up, audience? How are we feeling? How are we feeling? How are we feeling? I feel really good. Um, honestly, I was never in doubt of this game. Um, I actually saw kind of everything that I needed to see or like 70% of all that I needed to see kind of um, with this current group and in this game. Um, they got out to a really, really good start, and then it they they started to fall. And, and Spo didn't call timeouts. He was just making substitutions um, based on what the game needed at the time. And still they found themselves kind of letting the shit slip. But y'all got to understand, like, this is what it's going to look like for at least a couple of weeks while he tries to, to reintegrate all of these pieces that he has coming back. Vic was never fully integrated. We got 20-ish, I guess, games with, with Keith. Like, there's a lot that has to come back together for things to look um, as smooth as we want them to look for, you know, longer stretches of time. And so there's going to be stretches where shit slips and and, and and things go sideways. But the thing that I needed to see and why he subbed Max out and why he subbed um, Caleb back in and Jimmy back in, PJ back in with about five left, like as much as you experiment and play and, and kind of let things play themselves out in the middle of the game, you still need to know that, that, that your core five is able to, to close it out. And they did. I didn't at one at any point think they would lose this game, um, but that I needed to see it not get lost in the way that made the whole game worth it. What a night. A game. Your Miami Heat are a game out of first. Chicago lost big. Zach Levine got injured. Prayers to Zach. Hope he's yeah. well. 
Hope he can come back soon. So this would be a really fun kind of race to first place. But everything that they've been through. Yes. From COVID, from injury, from a team full of 10-day contracts and Chris Silva and everything. Everything that they've been through. For them to pull within a game of first against all odds is fucking unreal, fantastic. I am emotional because I love this group. Siobhan, I love this team. I love that Spo trusted Caleb at the end of that game. I love that Caleb got a blocking foul for a play that I think was a charge. And you know what he did the possession later? They tried it again. The exact same thing. That's guts. That's that's the kind of shit that guys get scared of. Yeah. And he wasn't scared. And that guy has been fucking unreal. I I, yeah. I love this team. Post up is asking where them pots and pans. I mean, too early. <laughs> I mean, we were saying like in that first quarter, Siobhan, they oh. looked they looked like all cylinders were clicking. We're like, yeah. oh god, this is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first quarter, it was like. Uh, you know, make sure you have the pots and pans near. And then, you know, shit started to slip. It's like, all right, you put them back in the cupboard. We might not, we might not need them right now. But no, they they when they're on, like when we saw in the first quarter, um, they're they're on, but they were doing motion. They were uh, the our pod yesterday, me, you and Tiff, we talked about like having motion and getting stuff going with your shooters and using Jimmy um in a good way. And I think Jimmy played like a, a really, really good um, first half and then a really good second half in closing it and, and bringing it home the way he's going to have to need to on, on some nights. They were doing motion. They brought him to the ball. He picked the spots when he needed, when he knew that he needed to score. Um, even in some isolation situations, he was reading and, and passing out and moving and, and Max was firing and, and it looked really good. But when it bogged down, when it slowed down, um, Jimmy took it upon himself to, to, to do it. And again, that's a piece of one of those things that needed to be seen. All right, do the motion, do all that, the good stuff, shut it down, lock it down when it when it when it's time. When it's winning time, go win the game. When it's winning time, go win the game. Yeah. People asking where's the panel, people asking questions. Listen, we were not supposed to do this show today. Yeah. This was we said this is a canceled show because a lot of people were out, people had weddings, people had family obligations, and we had mentioned last podcast that we weren't doing this. But Today was a special day. That was a special game. Pulling within a game of first. Siobhan and I were like, hey, we got to do it. The people demanded. And listen, Vaughn. I had nothing to do. My roommate's gone. She left me for like 10 straight days. So I'm We're here. here. I've been drinking all night. Siobhan, it's not a hangover time. Once we ask what we're drinking. Oh, time. it's that sound. Javon, what are you What's drinking on fine, fine evening? I need to find my, my cognac glass, but I have some oh, of that really um, fancy. 1792 small batch. It's really good. Look at, the, look at you. I'm about to drink it out of a wine glass because we fancy. We love it. We love it. All right. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was having a little fun tonight. I, I was making piña coladas. You know what I mean? I got, I got the blender going. I got the Coco Lopez. I got, you know, the, the little dark rum floater, the cherries. Coconut. Mm. I really do not like coconut. And everyone says pina colada. I love, don't I love coconut. I love coconut. Shit. Shout out to Post Up 75 Gaga Ga for 10 community subs. 
bro, we love you. We appreciate you. This is, let me tell you something. Today I got into it with Ben Dawson, as you all saw on the timeline. Fuck Ben Dawson forever. Fuck that guy. Our guy Leif, his family, you know, fuck all those who go against the family. You know, I'm not able, we're not able to do this without the support of you guys. You know, a lot of us, you know, this feeds us, right? This makes us, allows us to do what we do. So your support means this is why we do what we do. This is why every dollar goes to helping us get better. And everybody, we all eat from this. So that we love the community. Um, I've never felt closer to you guys and doing th these streams and everything. So thank you so much. Appreciate y'all. So Vaughn, now we got our drinks going. We got all, all, everything going. Chief Duologist gives five tier one subs. Love and appreciate. I'll drink to that. I'll, dr I'll, drink, I'll drink to our people tonight. Got to hit them one time with a... <laughs> Drip drop. Yes. You think it's funny that I'm drinking out of a metal straw? Hmm. You said it is or it isn't? It is funny. Mr. Duck7, subscribe with Prime. If you are not a sub, uh, I will put in chat how you can be a, get a free subscription with Amazon Prime. Clip that link in the chat. So, Bon. Yo. Chat says, uh, Atomic Garden says, geez, drip drop kills me every time. I'm no browser moose. I try to do my best. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about what went right in that fourth quarter. I yeah. thought the Lowry screening for Jimmy late was mm -hmm. really good and, and kind of a fulcrum of their offense for the last couple of years. Guards kind of screening, getting poor Trey Young in front of Jimmy, going downhill, bullying. I love those looks. Jimmy, Jimmy and Lowry will alternate to get screeners for each other. Mm -hmm. And I, I adored the looks they were getting all night. Yeah, they were. They were they were getting good looks. They were uh, filling in behind one another um, with, with pretty decent space. And Jimmy and Tyler did it a couple of times also. Um, but really, like, I, I know, I guess he's a little polarizing or people have gone uh, to one extreme or the, the next with their takes about him. But Yurt is really going to continue to give them something. Um, the... When they started to turn the momentum around, I don't know if it was late in the third or like early fourth. Um, if it was five possessions, Yurt touched the ball on the first four and they got something out of it. They either, um, he gave them a lefty floater, he gave them something else in the post. Um, it, it was post entered and then um, you had some Jimmy PJ uh, kind of split screening action in the slip. He made a good read to that. Um, just like having a, a, a focal point um, in a in a in a low post area that's drawing attention from the other areas that you like to to do things, um, it's going to to I think it, it it's something that could continue to give them space and be fruitful for them. Uh, Jimmy, like I said, got it going. It's winning time. He and Kyle did a lot of really good action together. Um, the defense tightened up. Caleb's energy was good, and and really like featuring Yurt. Um, kind of as heavily as as they did, uh, really helped swing a lot of the momentum early. I mean, the bigs just function so well in these kind of offenses because you know yeah, you have so much spacing Deadman, and movement. When Deadman came in, he played well too. Did the same types of things. There's just a lot of space in the lane to occupy with all the ball movement and all the pressure on the outside. You know, you get really nice driving lanes and diving lanes for your big men. And and as long as they, and that's why it was tough watching Chris Silva because he's a little small, not super yeah. physical. You know, Yurt is, is a big, strong guy. Deadman is incredibly physical, yeah. right? Like he's and and you know what you what you make of the bench because they didn't start off great. I don't really think they played well the whole game. I, I really want to focus on the good tonight, but real quick, 
And, yeah. In a couple words, how can you, how do you feel how do you feel about the bench? Because I don't think Deadman played bad or anything. I know that Duncan struggled, but I think they all just have to reacclimate to seeing each other next to them. Um, Max has been starting, uh, you know. Year has been starting lately, but um, you know Tyler was starting for a stint. Uh, Duncan is a recurring figure on the bench, at, at least at the moment. And so that's a different energy, a different dynamic that has to be incorporated in a group that kind of already had a little bit of a groove or a group and then um, saw some of its key people move to starters. Now they're back. Now there's new guys the bench now. So it's just a as much um, kind of realigning and, and, and readjusting and figuring out what used to work, what works differently now as is going to have to happen with the starting unit. It's going to be the same thing for the bench. And just like being happy that Tyler was able to, you know, all right, fuck all this. I'm going to go and, you know, do the things that, that I do. Um, and him also huge, huge, like pendulum swing of momentum in the, in the positive direction in the second half. Let's talk about some of the plays down the stretch that, that Kyle three to tie the game I, I know that he struggled early, really, yeah. really came in the fourth, enormous. And I love guys that are fearless in those moments that are like, I don't give a fuck that I haven't shot the ball well. I'm open. I got to take this for my yeah. team. My team. I'm a veteran. Yeah. I'm a champion. I'm going to take it. And yeah. he hit it. And that, I mean, huge, just huge play. You know, actually... I, I maybe it's a little early, but let's let's go to our gaga ga of the play because it was probably one of the biggest defensive plays all season. So we have a play here. What's this? Really, really excited. The Jimmy, the Jimmy block. Oh. You know, Trey's going to make his move. Jimmy comes, swats that shit out. And to me, that's the moment I'm like, oh, oh they're winning this. Because Jimmy's, Jimmy's hyping up the crowd after that. He's yelling. He's screaming. He's like, I got this shit. I'm Jimmy Butler. I'm the best fucking player on this team. I made the fucking finals. I played LeBron James to a push. Y'all's king yeah. played to a push. Huge play. I love it. And, and there's yeah. nothing like getting one of those at home, Siobhan. Yes, I mean he he felt it. He had the he did whole I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it was building. It, it had been building. Uh, Kyle's three was, I think, right before this, yeah. or like not too long before. Like it had been building, and I was just really happy that they that they closed it out, that they finished it out. Um, I really am not mad with anything that I was much of anything that I saw tonight. It went the way that I kind of figured it would, the way that things probably will look for a bit, and. They fucking did it. They closed it. Your your guy, Jimmy, was the alpha. He was the dude that he needed to be at the end. He's incredible. I mean, I think we forget at times what a dominant player he, he is and can be. I mean, yeah. truly the best player on the floor. I think he's yeah. deserving of an all-star spot. You know, it'll only get better from here. I mean, this is just his first game back. I mean, what did he have yet? What did he have? Like, in, in, he was high 20s, I think, right? I, I don't even, I mean, that game was, that game was insane. Um, he finished with, uh, well, Tyler was the leading scorer in the game. Jimmy finished with uh, 23, 3 and 10, 7 of 13 shooting, plus 19. Yep. That I mean, plus what 19, else is, that's you felt, but you felt spot. it. 
Yeah, yes. That's having a a good pulse, a good feel for what the game needed when they needed it. I found this game hilarious from like a macro kind of standpoint. Like I feel like a lot of times when I'm like frustrated or nervous or like feel away about things, everyone else is like super calm and like, nah, it's fine. I'm like, no, but you're not like, no, this thing, it's not, it's not a cool thing. And then like everyone was freaking out tonight. I'm like, no, 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 relax. Like they are okay. Until they actually lose the game, will I have considered them okay through the whole thing? These you are the things that need to happen. All night. Yeah. I, in the chat. Like, I'm not All even night. on the timeline. In the chat, y'all figuring, I'm like, guys, wait, no, they're, they're fine. They're okay. But this is why I was upset early in the season, because they needed to have forged things then that they can pull on today. Like, they needed to have had the effort, gone through some shit, but handled themselves the right way in their – like shortcomings and, and, and bad games early in the season to be able to pull from that type of experience to not let that shit um, continue today. He Yeah, I mean, in the chat, I was like, because you know me, I'm pretty like, after losses, I'm like, eh, not a big deal. Eh, they'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And like, I you always find an excuse. Gee. Today, I'm like, I was like, no, no, this is the first. I was upset. I'm watching that game, like, living and dying with every call, and I'm like, no, they they had to win tonight. Not not that it matters in the grand scheme of anything, but bro, you have a chance to beat a team that you should beat at home to get within a game of two, to game yeah. of one. That is just like you gotta win that. Shout out to Vane Hype, yeah. the homie for tier one, tier you one sub. Win that, to but you don't you have to win that, but you don't play for that reason. You play to continue to tighten and do the things well that you do, understanding that you have that opportunity that you need to be seizing in the in the process. No, yeah, but it's just like all the contact they they know, right? Yeah. They, they, I'm sure that the players, I'm sure the players know the situation, right? And you yeah. want to. I mean, if this group gets to one seed, I know that that's a personal accomplishment for the coaching staff, for Lowry and Caleb and Max and those dudes that really held it together and yeah. extended wins while Jimmy and Bam were out. That's going to mean a lot, you know, and yeah. it, it's just huge. It's like, you just don't want to give up that chance because when you could start putting pressure on the people in front and behind you, mm-hmm. that's huge. Like, yeah. you, you know, they're not, Siobhan, I think you'd agree with me. They're not scared of anybody. I don't think so. No, they're not it's scared of anybody. Jimmy's not scared of anybody. PJ's not scared of anybody. Like, they're just, this is just, Spo, this is just a group that, I don't know, they're just supremely confident. They, they feel, <laughs> this has been Trace Leches. Parhez <laughs> uh, in chat says, Tres Leches was dos Leches tonight. Um, yeah. True, the, the third Leche. I don't know well, what Duncan is yet. I need the third one, but, but it's okay. Um, missing in action. But listen, but you know, when you're a great team, if one of your guys doesn't play well, you find a way, yeah. right? And they know that they can find ways because they've had to find ways this whole stretch. This is a, a very special feeling group of, of, of individuals in the way that they, I think, are coming together right now um, and the way that they're going to have to continue to come together and adapt around one another and mold themselves into like one cohesive unit. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's really, really nice to see Wago. I love this team, too. Um, I love them. Yeah, still stuff to work on, still things to integrate, still things to get better, but love this group and love its parts and the its whole. So let's talk about PJ Tucker, because you and I were big PJ Tucker guys. Shout out to Karate Situation in chat for gifting 
two subs. I'm gonna drink to I'm gonna drink to the karate situation tonight. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Um, let's, let's give PJ his flowers, not just the whole season, but tonight in particular, the dude, the dude knew he had it is one of the best shooters in the league after not so good season with the bucks last year, shooting the ball is absolutely scorching earth on good looks, right? Siobhan, mm-hmm. it's not like you're like, oh man, PJ's hitting some looks. I don't think he can hit. Mm-hmm. It's PJ stuff. He's just getting his shots. Jimmy yeah. gives them the in and out aspect that they don't have every night with Lowry because Lowry has nights where he can't get to the rim. Some nights, yeah. you know, I, I Dan Lebertard said this a couple years ago and it stuck with me ever since. You know, aging is when you can't summon the greatness every night, but you can summon it some nights, right? And that's what aging does to great players. So maybe you can't be that guy you know, every night, but you can, you can, you can, you can find it a couple times when you need it. And I think Kyle kind of picks his spots with like, okay, I'm going to need to really kind of get downhill tonight. I'm going to have to push my body a little bit. And he does. And then there are other nights where he's like, okay, I got Tyler and Max and all these guys going. I don't have to, but Jimmy is a guy that can do it every night. Yeah. Right. And he's, 
He's going headfirst downhill into the rim. Got a ton of free throws tonight. His the physic nine of nine from the line. Just the physicality that Jimmy gives and how mm-hmm. and how PJ just feeds off of that is just amazing. Yeah, they they have a really good um, kind of vibe when they're just near each other. Um, Jimmy's physicality and not this like I'd say Tucker overcrowded too. Um, Jimmy's physicality and what is not this like really huge package um, is is really fun to kind of be able to behold and take in like amazing body control. Saying it for years, like, Jimmy has fantastic body control. Um, in the air, on his way to the rim, around the rim. Uh, Kyle's in the same sense, like you, you were talking about being uh, acutely aware of his, I guess, his physical limitations, um, like knowing when to extend his arm a bit to to reach out for the layup, when to kind of shrink it back to keep dudes on his back, just like real smart uh, guard play. And, and PJ and Jimmy, um, they just feel like like – connected they just feel like parts of the same whole um and and it, it's played out really really well yeah pj didn't have a great shooting season last season i don't know why people just thought that he <laughs> thanks carl Tiana. i don't know why people um y'all are so dirty i don't know why people just assumed that he'd never you know shoot well again but yeah is, is having this kind of resurgence season and spo is trusting him to do things that we have not seen pj do um, in a different uniform. You know what's crazy about this win? The Heat just kind of better teamed the Hawks, mm-hmm. right? Like, and usually the Heat, the last few years, last probably five years, they've had, they've been the Hawks, right? You just kind of got to, you just kind of got to finagle a better team than you and you win. And the yeah. Heat were just like, okay, late in the fourth. All right, let's good team them. And yep. they good team them, they, right? They made shots. Yep, they took care of the ball. In the spots they needed to. Fearlessness, uh, the right amount of aggression and mm-hmm. carefulness, right? You don't want to like be risky, but like they, they knew where to pick their spots. They hit the shots they needed to, and and that's mm-hmm. what that's what good teams do, right? And it's mm-hmm. just it's comforting that they're one of those, right? They're not. It's because they're not like a. They, I mean, I guess they're, they're not, not like a physically good. dominant team. No, you know what I mean. They're not fluky good. No, they're just. But they're that PJ jumping on the ball at half yeah. court when Trey turned it over. Yeah. When that ball was loose, I knew I knew somebody was gonna die. I knew somebody was gonna end up on the floor, right? Like no yeah. question. And as you're supposed to. Is you don't even think about it. You just are on your feet, and then the next second you find yourself like sliding across the ground. It just but happens. no Hawks players on the floor. You got it, you got it, you don't, you don't. And that's kind of what the games come down to, right? Like yeah first man to the ground all that stuff like treat like i mean siobhan in the preseason we were talking like they're treating this like playoff games like the way that they were playing they were mm-hmm. they were in and they're always in gear mm-hmm. and i think that's what's nice about this team is with the guy like lowry pj jimmy these guys they don't have like maybe to their detriment they can't turn it off but you you kind of fucking love it you know what i mean yeah. yes yeah it, 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 it annoys you when, you know, all of the, the risk for injury and Jimmy on his ass, those things continue to, 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 to rear their heads. But yes, you do love it. Like it's, 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 it's difficult to explain, but yeah, you, you do love it. And you, you drive off that, you feed off that. Sorry. The guys around you feed off of it. 
Um, I love what Van Hype saying. He'd had two guys diving on the ball, Herder and Young, eight want to do anything with it. Yeah. And facts. Yeah. <laughs> That's facts. And if you're the well, Hawks, you, you know, might get hurt down there. You might get floor burn. Like it's, it's different. Fuck down it. There. Fuck it. Ah, whatever. And, and, and it's cliche, right? You know, but it's true. And I mean, JJ quoting it. You got it. You got it. You don't. You don't. Put it Yay. on the shirt. Maybe we will. Get on that, Brian Goins. Get on that, Brian Goins. I, I love it. I'm I'm with it. I'm so happy. This this win, it's funny because they they beat a team that I mean, honestly, they blew a big lead and they should have blown out, but it's as happy as I've been with a win. Um I, I'm I'm just Siobhan, I'm overjoyed because it was like it was the kind of win that encapsulates everything about this team, right? All the good and the bad, just like all in one emulsification of the game. And you come out with this exciting quarter. And again, and I cannot stress this enough. Did you do that on purpose? I swear to God. I oh, my not. God. <laughs> Someone clip that, please. Someone please I clip swear that. You did that on purpose. I can't Don't believe. clip that. He did that on purpose. Don't feed it. Oh, my me. God. They are one game yeah. out of first place. When everyone preseason had them left for dead, they said the Heat are going to have injuries, the Heat are going to have their their spells, and they're going to lose ground in the East. They well, came off of this like beautiful win, like the way that they handled business at the end of that road trip, like handling Phoenix that way. And then I honestly don't even remember what the first Hawks game from this week looked like. Um, but having played that well in Phoenix and then whatever happened to the other Hawks game and then the, the way that they managed to come up with this win um, tonight after everything that had happened throughout the course of this game, all that was going on. Um, yes. A, a great organizational win. He, uh, uh, I know it's cliche and you probably hated a heat culture win. Heat culture. It was. Gotta, it was let's go. We gotta give it to it. Shout out to soap one, four, one for clipping it. We got to tweet that out. <laughs> what a day it started with. Uh, it started with the bam out of bio news that he is going to come back hopefully yep. Monday, that they're targeting Woj. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN said that Bam will come back on Monday, hopefully against the Raptors, home game. Can't wait you know, for that ovation. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, the energy in that building, Siobhan. I, yeah. mean, they, I mean, especially if they win tomorrow. If they get a win on Philly, and you know how Miami loves their wins against Philly, Jimmy Listen, against a former team, culture Gabe versus Vincent process. Career night. Huh? Gave Vincent career night. Yeah, gave oh, him 24, go. then gave him 26. <laughs> Cross the gates, baby. Let's go. <laughs> if they if they win on Saturday, yeah. and you get you get a Monday night bam return on a win streak. That's what we're here for, man. It's it's yeah. the kind of stuff. I mean, I'm looking at the standings right now. I mean, Miami Heat, second place, one game out. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. I, if they I, get to one, maybe uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. If they get to one and they keep one, you get a nice first round series, right? Favorable. And then you avoid Milwaukee and Brooklyn. For, for you, you don't have to play both. I mean, Milwaukee's mm -hmm. at four now, but I imagine that that corrects itself. Philly's only a game and a half back of the Bucks, and the Bucks have had their issues this season too. So, yeah, I mean, getting to first would just be such a huge organizational accomplishment. It would be huge for Jimmy, you know, best player on a number one seed. Yeah, um, just deserves it. Just kind of validates a lot of their stuff, you know, 
Um, I know Duncan didn't have a good game, but he's played really, really well lately. And he's a big reason why that they've, they've kind of played a lot better as of late. You know, Max, yeah. credits to Max, man. But getting that laceration and coming back, um, you know, you don't expect it, but that's that's the warrior shit that the Heat love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, for better or for worse, that's that's how they are. And, you know, as fans, you got to love it. Shout out to Doombot5 for the prime sub. Chat saying LeBron who. Um, <laughs> so it started with the BAM news. Ben Dossett came out our people. I hate that guy. You can watch the Weird Al pregame show recap. I uh, I went in on that guy. Fuck him. And how dare he disrespect our city, our people. Um, that guy can go straight to hell. What a miserable piece of shit that guy is. But truly a palate cleanser of palate cleansers. Yes. Miami beating the Hawks. Yes. So um, like, I don't care about your drama. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I don't know who he is. I really... I. And I don't need to know. It's fine. I want to, but I want to explain for you in the audience. I don't. So he's a guy. He's a Utah guy who we used to get into it about Hassan Whiteside, which is funny that we were on the wrong side of that. And uh, and then he just came out kind of you know Leif and, and and his reporting, and he was really dismissive and kind of an asshole. And uh, I'm telling Chad. Chad's like Bond doesn't care. I know Bond doesn't care. I'm explaining to Chad. Some people don't know. <laughs> King Jock says explain. There's a pod right. audience that I care about too. You know? Talk to them. People. I know Siobhan doesn't care, but I'm telling chat. But and, it's fine. Uh, information. And uh, if you saw, you know, he he got into it with our guys, and he got into it with me, and I was like, you know, you can't, don't be disrespectful around here. When at Heat Beat, called us a nothing publication, right? <laughs> Which we all work really fucking hard for that, right? We all work a lot to make this as special as it can. Very and I'm true. not gonna let people go out what we do and what people what our friends do, and just and he's like, oh yeah, come at me when you have a, a byline at a real publication like me at GQ and and 5:30 at I was like, okay, but Nate Silver's <laughs> ally, fuck out of here, fuck him. Regardless, um, we can, we can close out with these things, Siobhan. Okay. We're not gonna do a super long show today. Chad is really, <laughs> they're really calling you a team player here. <laughs> I really listen, love you. Listen, I am a great team player. Yeah, you're the best. So Bam's coming back on Monday, hopefully. Yep. Um, how do you see that going for them? I know we talked a little bit about the podcast. Um, on the podcast, how, how do you see this going on Monday against the Raptors? What do you want to see out of him? What do you want to see out of Spo with his decisions with Bam? How how does this influence uh, your your game plan? Um. It could very well look like how tonight looked. Like they could get off to a really, really good start and then hit this weird wall and the endorphins and the adrenaline settle down. Um, or it can just be kind of like a steady drip throughout, like a steady steady drip drop. Yep. Throughout the, the whole game. Maybe not this big high, this huge low, and then leveling back. It may be just like, you know, pretty, pretty close to the middle. I want to see Bam um I want to see Bam fitting himself into the way that they are moving things now, much the way Jimmy is, um, but picking when it is time that he needs to do Bam things or that um, the team needs him particularly to score, to get touches or to facilitate. Um, I'm not asking him to do the things that Yurt is doing, and I'm not even trying to make that sound like how dare you as 
bam to to do any like I, I'm not trying to do any of that, but um I, I really do think touching it and, and being able to settle it down and move and make good decisions and good passes out of that post area like Bam does, but also knowing when to take the floater, take this little jump shot that, that Bam has, his turned around. Um, you know, I want to see Bam roll into the back. Yeah, roll, yep, roll, make yourself a, a dive threat, make yourself a lob threat. Um, you know, you're I said thanks for coming. You're welcome. Oh no, I'm um, just putting stuff up. You, you I know, I know, I know, you're fine. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I do. I want to see him diving, I want to see him fitting in, but not. I want to see him fitting in, but knowing that he is special also, and that sometimes they're going to need him to be special. Yeah, um, I, I agree with the sentiment. I think this, Savan, I don't know how you feel about this. I, I, I think that, I think for the good of their offense, mm-hmm. it's best if Bam sticks to being a roller primarily, and his other skill sets can come when the game when gets a little did. mucky. Uh, yep, I agree. So, kind of your your first job in the offense is to trigger handoffs and roll and screen and roll and you'll get easily 15 to 18 points doing that because you're just a monster physically and and you're athletic and you're quick and you're springy and you have shooters to get you open Mm -hmm. and then if the if the offense slows down if they're not getting a lot out of that then it's like all right let's try to get some bam some easy looks on the block kind of post him up you know mid post where he likes to be get to his jump shot if he needs to i think that that's the i think that's the secret sauce to him with this team because they don't need him to do too much and i think he's you know been in situations where we need him to do more but i think this group has proven that they have enough and that if bam just sticks to a role with other counters that he can go to if need be i think that's i think that's the best yeah, because in doing that and, and sticking primarily to rolling, you make yourself this uh, this target, this uh, kind of vortex that's pulling defenders away from your shooters who have to decide whether or not I'm letting you get that role or I'm giving up these these open looks. Um, yeah, playing playing within the flow of how they're running offense now, but. Yes, having those counters and going to the other things when the game gets mucky and when they need him to very, very, very much um, in the same way as Jimmy. I know they're going to start whenever it is that they that the three of them together. Um, I would like to see uh, lineups of Kyle, Bam, and 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 the three the three uh, <laughs> tres leches. The three um, I would, I'd That'd like to fun. see that. Yeah, I, I want to see. Um, I guess I know the three of them are going to start, but I want to see lineups with just Kyle and Bam and some with just uh, Jimmy and Kyle. Yeah, the 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 Jimmy Bam lineups, that spacing, all of that still has some some massaging out to do that. Coach Bo needs to needs to do and needs to play with before it come playoff time. Um, but first couple games back, I want to see him getting in where he fits in um, in a way that keeps everything else um, optimized. I 100% agree with you. Um, and they have a luxury that they don't have to go to Jimmy Bam alone. They can yeah. stagger the minutes where they don't yes. have to. Do, I mean, they, they made it work. They don't have to play all three of them, really, if they don't want to. Those dudes won a championship. I got close to winning a championship, right? So, you know, obviously we know that Bam and Jimmy can work together, but, you know, some of the other fits are more natural, and you can you can make that work regardless. So yeah. I think we'll close on this. Uh, our friends at Five Reasons, Ethan tweeted out, Caleb Martin is what the Heat wanted Andre Iguodala to be last season. 
And I think we've talked about him being a Derek Jones Jr. kind of guy, but I like what Ethan's saying about being the Andre. I think that we just look at Caleb as a DJJ kind of replacement because of the athleticism and the springiness. But yeah, I mean, what he's doing defensively, the assignments he's getting, just the activity on both ends. I I, I kind of don't disagree with, with what That's Ethan's fair. saying. I, I actually never thought of that. I think Andre is a bit more of a playmaker, but the Heat never used him in a playmaking role. The Warriors yeah. do, but yes. Spo never did. I'll say they, I'll say they, Caleb is what they wanted, like a Andre Mo hybrid kind of, mm. like pieces that they wanted to get out of Andre. And I think some pieces that they wanted, to, I think they thought that they had, you know, athleticism in Mo. I think that they thought that they had, um, you know, maybe someone with with quicker defensive instincts or like a quicker, more natural defensive prowess. Um, I don't know if Mo even fucking has that because he virtually, you know, didn't do too, you know, not not much for us other what than are the most like, universally no, hated Heat players. LOL, but bitch, you had a chance to contribute, but whatever. It's Hammer um, McRoberts, right? Huh? It's Hammer McRoberts as like the latest like key player that people that fans just like the I most. Don't know why people are fucking with McBob. I don't no, know. No, because McBob, the thing with McBob's was A, the availability drove people crazy. Okay. And B, remember, he just stopped wanting to shoot okay that like okay, drove fine. people crazy right um, i love vain hype big bob was an elite inbounder that was a conversation like okay. i used to be siobhan i used to hammer i was like oh you know the, the, the roberts boss two-man lineups you know the, look at the defense ratings really good that was me i, I was i was the last McBob's holdout <laughs> no i i, I like that i like McBob's ass. <laughs> nobody fucks with McBob's. I like the Andre comparison. I, I think there's something there. I think Andre Mo tween baby. Caleb fantastic. Caleb's been big time. Awesome. And I love him. I, I've been stunned by what he's done. I like we talked earlier, the fearlessness and taking that charge after he just picked up a block. And I love Spo challenging it. Just believing in his guys. Yeah. Dude. Spo I mean, Spo didn't even have to think about it. He's like, no, 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 no. And I love that. I just, yeah. I just this group feels this group feels together. They, it, it, it I don't know. Shabazz. It does. No, it, it, it actually, it absolutely does. I feel, I understand where you're coming from. It does. It's a special, it feels like a special unit of, of people. It's, I don't know. And I've, you know, we've watched as Heat fans, we've watched teams that are special, right? We've watched the, the, the big three teams. And I think Heat fans have a keen understanding of, we know when something's not right. And I think, you know, we knew at the end of the big three that, that, Something was off. I think we rightfully, I think at times we get excited for groups, but we're not like 100% there with a lot of them. I think mm-hmm. I think fans recognize and they have, and I, I just won't stop saying this, from the first preseason game, there was something about this group that we were all like, whoa, that yeah. looked better than, we, and we were all high on, we're like, that looked better than we thought. Right, they come out, and 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 I think a part of us, Siobhan, we're like, okay, it's preseason. They're just like, they're just super try hard, right? Because mm-hmm. well, like you know, other teams aren't like going as hard as they were, right? Nah, I take they're blasting. Series. You know Some what I mean? Like in preseason, I've been calling that since preseason. I take like preseason, it, it matters. So yeah. And then they come out early in the season, you know, obviously a shorthanded Bucks team, but they, you know, statement. Right. And I think that they, you know, first game that they play since since their defeat, you know, they took it seriously. They they beat the brakes off of them. 
I know Giannis played and nobody else did, but still they lost that right. Indiana game because Kyle was out. And after that, it was just, and by the way, that Indiana game went to overtime and they almost won that game and as bad as they played. And they just went on a run from there. Then things got dicey health, you know, some, some kinks in their offense started to show a little bit more. And then it, the, the wheels fell off. Everyone got hurt. Everyone got sick. And then, like I said, I keep harping on this. We look now first place with a bullet. Bam, yep. coming back on Monday. You got Philadelphia tomorrow. You have a legit MVP candidate and Embiid coming into town. Jimmy Butler's former team. Bring it. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. We're primed and ready. We we got through the gauntlet of the first half of the season. All those road games, we've hopefully gotten those through. Vicious our, road trips. Yeah. We've hopefully gotten through our biggest stretch of, of injury uh, worry for the season. We've hopefully gotten most, if not all, of our COVID out the way. So, like, yeah, I'm ready. Like, you know, kind of full throttle or or throttling up as we as we get closer to to All Star and then eventually on the backside of All Star and, and and coming into playoff time. We're getting one piece back, then we're going to get another piece back, and then we're going to be able to finally welcome that last piece in all the way for more than four games. Who's the last piece? Is it Depot? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Superman. <laughs> <laughs> him and uh, him and Markeith Morris. Uh... Still, I, I miss Keith. I, I hope Keith. the middle of that zone misses. You know what they did tonight against the zone, which I, I thought about earlier in the day, and I never said anything. And then they did it, and I was like, "Shit, I should said." They put Jimmy in the middle of the zone, they, where they have been putting Keith. You want a good decision maker and like someone that can do a few different things in the middle of the zone. I thought that was a really good look, but um, yeah, I miss Keith too. The chat says Mo Harkless never seen a dude so worthless. How could you be so worthless? Low ass cornrows, man. 